Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which is a little sweet, and at the end of the day, very, very sweet, because we're docu-sweeties. Hi! Hello! Wow. I always change it up, you know? Okay, so. yeah. <laughs> I was mid-swig of the video. I know, I know. So we are talking about Love After Lockup. This is season four. Honey, it's episode 22, and it's the rounded up at the end of the day episode, honey, where we're going to have super long eps plus a where are they now kind of like, you know, wrapping things up. So it was a good episode, I think. I think that, you know, we've had some real growth. We had some arcs, and we can really talk about that. Well, my favorite person didn't grow not nary an inch and figuratively nor like you know his arms nor his height he just like <laughs> the exact same little big-headed man that we all love so yeah let's jump right into it we got a little bit of everything let's start off with Chaz and Broadway because I think they're pretty short and also Chaz is like mucho mucho disgusting with the way that he was sort of yep. you know behaving about Branwyn and, you know, we get first thing I recall and you tell me if I'm wrong. I don't have my notes up at this exact moment. But the first thing I remember is Tawny mm -hmm. actually making a phone call to Chaz. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wow, that's really different talking to you. Um, mm -hmm. Normally, it's just over text. And she's there like long brunette Tawny, if you will, hair. Mm -hmm. And he, she's just like, yeah. And she has her voice kind of muffled as though like they're hiding her identity. Uh-huh. I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. Like, Bronwyn absolutely knows who it is. Like, you know, so, yeah. like, if Bronwyn knows who it is, then who are you hiding it from? Like, the only thing she says is that she understands Bronwyn's, you know, circle of friends and the type of people they are, the type of things that they do, honey. And so, she, you know, like, I don't know if there's just, she feels like she's also going to be like knocked on for other things or just like if people are going to come after her. It was just very, it was very confusing. And also, like, why FaceTime? Well, why FaceTime then? If what, what was the point of that? If what you... was the reason? As Cardi yeah. B would say. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that either. I definitely didn't like the way that they were talking down about sex workers. I thought that that was really quite garbage of them. It's the year. I mean, unless unless the world of sex work in which Bronwyn and her ilk are involved in is a sex working where I don't know, she's involved in like actually trafficking other women or, you know, there's drugging of women, like unless it's something nefarious underneath it that we're not aware of. But she was like, yeah, I know how her and her people work. I just don't want any drama, but I thought you should know. And was Bronwyn going to steal from Chaz? And is Bronwyn a scammer? You know, is that part of her thing? Like, you need to tell, give me more than besides never date prostitutes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Chaz's entire POV after this relationship ends is like, she's trashy and she's a prostitute. And I, you know, I'm going to be on, you know, my sixth wife and blah, 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 blah. She'll be back in jail. It's, and I hate it when anyone does that because we've seen men on this do that before. Shame women in like being a webcam model or like however they met him. They met them in, I'm sorry, 90 Day Fiance's world. Sorry, the Sharp Entertainment 90 Day Fiance world. We've seen that and probably obviously in life. So it's like you knew who she was. She and she attracted you in that moment, and you were not like you know. And you were you were smart. You were smart. You knew what was happening. So you were into it until it wasn't you. And now you want to be upset about it. And you want to like throw her under some sort of like bus by like putting something that you think is negative. You know, it's just sad. It's like really, it's disconcerting. Yeah, it is sad. I mean, Bronwyn is trash. She, she made it this whole thing when she could have just said, listen, I don't want this anymore. And this was a trick gone wrong. And I thought I was going to be happy. I mean, she tries to say that a little bit when she's with on a date with Yola, who has treated her so poorly. I mean, this man has given her half done tattoos. He has just upped and ran off with another bitch and just left her in the dust to where she was so shocked. And she still somehow feels like Yola is the best choice for her. And well, he did give her voodoo donuts, which I don't know. Have you 
Voodoo donut, Voodoo Donuts is a whole ass thing. So I was surprised when they showed us the carton with it because it's like a very famous donut spot. They're like known for like vegan stuff, also just like crazy flavors. And so I was like, this feels like a commercial for it. I mean, they really made Seattle like pop. Are they in Seattle or Portland? I always got to confuse Portland. Yeah, they really made Portland pop, honey, in this like beautiful footage, you know, with Voodoo Donuts, honey. And she wanted a piece of every one of them, you know? Yeah. She was just like, like, I don't know what is the word like when a horse when a horse is made prance that's what she was doing she's like prancing in those little shoes that she couldn't walk in I just want I want I want Bronwyn to give us a good old like good old stroll you know I've seen the women on the stroll and they move with such dexterity and with the sway of one hip and Bronwyn just I mean she must be like a cam girl type situation where like walking in heels is just not her forte and it never will be you know what i'm gonna tell you this i actually don't mind her little like she i her little like stomp she does like a little like teeter teeter stomp in them and i think that there's something oh, listen i'm not saying it's runway worthy but there is a certain gait she has yes, you are head. you're saying it's runway i hear it in your voice she's not a hadith sister but like you know there's something that is kind of like charming about the fact that she definitely can't walk in heels and she's in pain every moment she takes the smallest steps possible like tink 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 as not to fall and i've felt that before and i feel it with every like every one of her steps that she doesn't fall i'm like happy for her you know so there is like i like her like i don't like you know i like Lindsay a lot like i like Lindsay more than her own because like bronwyn we was like a unconscious most of the season you know so it's like i really don't know at all no i don't like Bron. i mean on the scale of who i like the most of all of these women it's gonna be amber sarah queen pups like bronwyn is down there i mean she's above destiny but like real close to destiny oh i think she's probably better than destiny oh okay i think she's destiny i don't think that she's but she, they're probably on the same, they're probably in the same rung, but only because like, I love, you know, like puppies, like little eyes and Amber's just like, kind of like very mask energy. Like I've enjoyed them so much. You know, I love Lindsay. You didn't even say Lindsay's name. Where's Lindsay for you? You know what? Lindsay is up there too, because uh, the ending of, of her segment. And, you know, I don't think we have anything else to say about Bronwyn and Chaz, except for the fact that... He says, he says if he's going to do a Yelp review on her, that he's he find a better, I guess, hoe down the street uh, for a cheaper price. And I, that's when I was like, fuck you. No one wants to be with you. No one would pay to be with you, Chaz. That's like the at the end of the day, know this. Many people would pay to be with her and no one in God's mind would ever pay money to be with you. That's why you'll for the rest of your life have to pay for sex. Anyway, moving on, shall we to, I'm going to save Waz Faye for last. No, let's just do them now. Let's get it out of the way. Let's rip the bandaid off because the truth is ain't shit happen. Tiffany and Kevin, look at that lip. Oh, so Tiff, uh, if you guys don't know what's happening, then you need to follow us on Patreon so you can see the pictures that we're throwing up patreon.com slash docusweeties so tiffany and kevin so kevin starts off this episode or at least the producers start us off this episode as though kevin is not done with tiffany and he's gonna go reconcile this situation but first he needs to stop at kayla's house to see what the f is up because he's sick of this crazy bitch shit it was cute you know six months ago and now it's just no longer cute it's been cute for the last six and a half years but the last six months it hasn't been cute so he gets to her house, he's acting all sweet and shit, and then he gets let inside her home, which low-key to me are in the PJs. I was like, what sort of subsidized housing is this? But her apartment is cute. So he sits down with her, and she's like, I'm tired of doing this with you. Like, you still gonna be t- macking on these dirty-ass hoes, these trashy-ass bitches? And I'm like, "They're all you all, you all are, you're all in the same cloth. What do you, don't talk about Tiffany that way. Yeah, but he's, it's so funny because he really does come off with this energy that he's going to go tell Kayla what's up. He's like, Kayla, Kayla, like, have you been messing with my phone? You know, and she's just like, I wanted Kayla to, like, give him a little bit of the energy he, he gets back, which is like, what? No, know. she loves him. I just, I know, I get, I know, I know. So immediately she's like, move these bitches, you know, whenever it gets back to the fact that, of course, they had dated. And what had happened, honey, when they dated was that she cheated while he was incredibly faithful i mean 
time, okay? Just fragile and little male heart. Broke his spirit, broke, you know, he broke a soul, you know, like, you know, anyway. So that whole time he's been fucking around to like get it, get his mojo back after like literally losing his soul to her. So like now after like not even bringing up Tiffany or really what happened other the fact that he, like she had her phone, he goes from like wanting to like crucify her to that and suddenly being like, guess we'll try it again. Right. I hate men. I really do just hate them. I just hate this idea, this concept, this, this societal norm that we have that when men get cheated on, it is like their entire world is asunder and it breaks down and then they they then in return can never trust a bitch again but when they <laughs> cheat women are just it's a par for the course well it's like, what just, yeah it's just what happens like women are supposed to accept it they're supposed to kind of understand to a certain extent that a man will cheat on you and yes. so for you to harbor any sort of if so for your world to be thrown asunder and you to be a hoe afterwards and act like you don't care about anybody is just so un it's just like so uncouth like you're not supposed to feel this way but you men however when they get cheated on whoo girl the whole everybody will surround the village will surround them and ostracize that woman and feel sorry for him for the rest of his life it's like when a man has to actually just like take care of his own children like they're his children and let's say the wife decides to like go on vacation for a week everyone's like oh my god you're by yourself with those kids how can i help you whereas if like a man were to leave a woman with her kids for a week it's like oh you're fine you're absolutely right well absolutely right yeah and sometimes women are then blame themselves for their men cheating like it was because i didn't want to do butt sex so we had to go get butt sex i mean or anything else well Anything else, okay. you know, like she didn't do the dishes right. It could be a billion things. I went there. I would, I would allow him to go and have butt sex if that's what he wanted. Because I, I, I will not give that to you. No, I won't. I won't, I won't let him do anything without me. And I don't. And if I don't want to do it, then he doesn't. Get, he doesn't get to do it. And that's what marriage is. So, <laughs> yeah, basically that's what happens. And then we also learned from Tiffany's side that she's also moved on, so she's fine. Okay, now she has some new boo named Thomas, honey. He's been around the block around her, but you know they've just like never really blobbity blue. But now it's time to blobbity blah. You know. Yeah. So she's happy with Thomas, and she says, "Listen, Kevin wouldn't put up with my shit, so why should I put up with his?" And I said, "Okay, bad bitch, I see you." The truth is, is that Tiffany is fine. Mm -hmm. She's fine. She is that rare, like dark-haired, green-eyed beauty, like that. To me, is like kind of rare. I mean, it's 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 just as rare as like a redhead. Maybe not as red as a redhead, but pretty rare. And like, so to so I'm like, you fine. I mean, actually, Kevin is a dark-haired beauty too. They're both fine. Ah, honestly, I thought this episode season was gonna end with a threesome. I'm surprised it didn't. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised. I thought they set it up for success. You know, Suck they really that, did. You know, like Kevin fumbled the bag. I mean, he really did, you know? <laughs> okay, so let's move on, shall we? So this was a weird, weird scene that we got that, like, was kind of like the cheaty kind of, like, little sister of the scene we thought we were going to get, which is Sean and Sarah. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, so um, Sean and Sarah, and, you know, like, we're kind of going to have a baby a baby time i always i thought about this what if destiny's baby wilder rider whatever his name river is, river and sean like chantelle's like chantelle's okay, okay. brother uh, yes and sean and sarah's baby adelaide what if they like fell in love with this is like you know what if they were like you're weird to sexualize babies i said fell in love okay it's the same thing as when you see like a little boy and you're like, oh my God, he's going to be such a looker and he's going to be a ladies man. Like, let kids do what they want to do. Oh, uh, you know what? Well, I'll learn how to take a joke. Okay. Right. So, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. Go ahead. Make the joke about two infants falling in love. Oh my God. We've been doing it for years. <laughs> We've been doing it for years. So basically, yeah. So the baby is, you know, there and the parents looking at the baby and the baby looks I mean, just like Sean. And the baby's like in the crib and like the baby wants to go to bed, honey, but like they're there. So you see the baby kind of be like, uh, oh, here. Uh, God, I'm so tired. Please leave me alone. And Sarah's like, I mean, that baby has your face, honey. It looks like it dropped out of your ass. I mean, it, it's like your baby. Like, it's like, remember that 
nine months when Arnold Schwarzenegger got pregnant as a man, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like Sean's baby, you know, Sarah mm-hmm. just like around. Yeah, I mean, I loved Sarah for this whole scene. Sarah didn't even have to cuss a bitch out. She just said, you're fucking lying. I see his shit. Like, I know where his money, like, and Destiny's trying so hard to, like, see the sow, sow the seeds of dissent. And it's just not working for Sarah. She's like, stop doing it. And then he's like, what do you mean? And it's because Sean likes the attention of Destiny calling him. And she's like, you're not going to sit up here and secretly have a conversation with this bitch while you're with my baby because I will leave your ass. OK, so get it together and stop fucking answering her phone calls. Stop being weird. Stop lying. You know, because she knows she has a liar. So she's like, you're not going to run anything on pass on me. OK, this was fake. So basically, yes, Sean gets a phone call oh. from Destiny and he FaceTimes. And the way that he's holding the phone is like, who? When she's like, she's like, I need money and I have a baby now. And, you know, and like, I love him, Lou. And he's like, I don't know you money. I don't know you money, you know? And then Sarah comes upstairs and she's like, who are you talking to? Like, it's very, like, he's talking loudly on FaceTime in a house with baby Sarah. So like Sarah's about to hear. So that she comes upstairs. It's like, who are you talking to? She like awkwardly takes the phone from him. And then she like has this conversation with Destiny where she's, we've already been set up like, you know, that Sarah has counted every, decimal every morsel in that bank account so anyway the best part is like she's kind of like so wait, destiny why do you think that he owes you money and destiny is like because man 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 and then sarah's like honey you're never gonna get it 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 I love that she's like, hi, I'm Destiny. And Sarah's like, yeah, I'm aware. I was like, yeah. oh, bitch, come on, say, give me that I- iamic pentameter. I'm Destiny. I'm aware. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, honey. Yeah. Well, also, like, I'm Destiny. I had a child. Okay, well, then here, honey, is some envo because you're never going to get it. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. You're, ne- like, you're, you're being delusional. You're never, ever going to get this money and destiny says something that i this is the point where i'm like oh you're delusional when she says that sarah isn't cute i said sarah is the cutest (laughs) sarah is the cutest she is the cutest she's the cutest little spinner that sean will ever get like you are not cute destiny you look ran through okay hung dry like you look road wet and put away. You look like a bedraggled cat. Don't come for the unblended, red-haired Sarah. I think yeah. I think that everyone has a place, and Destiny I think has some gorgeous features on her face that really would render her to be a beautiful woman. But every part of her being, her her d- decisions, her like lifestyle, her choices, like everything has rendered her to be like truly a. Tr- nightmare yeah nightmare so yeah but sarah basically is like you're not gonna get the money as i said and he's doesn't want to have anything to do with you and every moment in which you thought that you were talking to him he was talking to me too so you just got out before i did and then you know this is where we are now i count all his money all his money's mine we had just had a baby this baby's ours and then yeah basically is like you're hangs up with her and it's like sean you're bf you're mother effing dumb like you are a dumb, stop answering the phone. He's like, but oh, I just didn't know. It's like, the minute you hear the voice, hang up. Why do you, what is wrong with you? What part of that don't you understand? And she has to understand that like, yeah, he's, I mean, he is, I think he's a little slow. You know, <laughs> I think he's a little slow. I just think he's ugly and he likes attention and he knows it. And he knows the only way he can get a girl is with, by, you know, entertaining the drama. He loves the drama. He just loves it. And so I think that he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what, uh, I didn't do anything. And she's like, Sean, stop with your shit, okay? We're here. You're in this marriage with me. And we will break up when I'm ready. And I'm not ready right now because I just had this baby. And I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. McDonald's. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's it about them. I didn't see the like tagline of like what they're doing now in life. Besides, she likes being a stay-at-home mom. Uh Oh. I don't remember what like Destiny's thing is. She keeps saying she's focused on her baby, but she's oh, not. Yeah, no, the man's still in her husband's like still in or whatever. The baby's daddy's still in prison is what oh, I yeah. remember most. I I don't remember. That's palpable. Okay, yeah. should we move on? Yeah, Ray and Brittany. So they these two got married. 
and it was an event. I mean, he was hungover, extremely hungover the next day, and he had his cousin helping him get ready. And he says that it's going to be a Met Gala fancy wedding. And I said, you know what? It's not Met Gala because I think you don't understand what that word is or what that event is. But it was fancy, I think, for what he may have been used to. Um, I thought her dress was beautiful. I thought her like swoop, her like classic Hollywood slash 20s flapper, like with that thing around her forehead. I thought that that was really cute. I loved her hair. I thought it was it looked good. I thought he looked good, too. I, I was surprised about the ankles. OK, the ankles were out. I was surprised about his his ankle outfit and his like white loafers. But, you know, I liked it. It was it, I liked it. I was there for it. Chris? Yeah, basically, yeah. Like she is like, you know, grace under pressure. Like, you know, she has like all her women around her. She's like getting dressed and she does look beautiful. Like they used to like, you know, like she, I, it is a trend right now. Like the, a big wedding trend to have on this like applied um, patches with a mesh toned skin, skin tone, tone so that it looks like lace on you, which is, I think is really, really pretty. I think it's like elegant and very femme. So she gets that, and uh, this is something that she talked about, and then when I saw it in fruition, I still wasn't a fan, which is that besides, like, some white flowers she had, there was not a moment of flowers anywhere. So they go into this, like, hotel room, honey, and it has, like, one, like, beautiful view, and it has some, like, candles, but besides that, everything's black. It's, like, black, a black screen black whatever it's called curtains and then the chairs are there and there's like no other like you know one runner like I guess what I would have liked is like some flowers and some like different decor on the walls I would have liked some uplighting like give me a little more in the room itself of the of the area so but I will say that I will say that I you know I thought that everything was done since it was underdone tastefully at least it wasn't like it wasn't over the top and crazy it was like restrained for sure that what I would yeah I don't know how much help that she had from her family I don't know I mean they might have helped her because like you know who, who else they have another daughter but like you know they gave her some and I don't know how much money they had so I thought for what they for what I thought they might have had as a budget it was it was pretty decent I love the fact that there were costume changes he ended up changing into a, a blue like I don't know what that material was called, but a blue suit. And I love that color blue. It was like very royal. It looked like it was a paisley print on it. I didn't see her change of outfit, even though she remarked that there was going to be a change of outfit. I didn't actually see it. But I just, I love the way that Black women can just be so comfortable in their body and in their shape that she, I mean, was just so voluptuous. That's all I kept thinking was like, this gown fits you well, you know, like your serving face. Like I didn't like her mother's outfit for a mother of the bride. I was like black, but everybody was wearing black. So I got that. There was some blue though too, right? Like I was going to, yeah. like, the blue I thought was really, it was like this cobalt blue, but then yeah, there was a lot of black as well. Like even in the decor, you know? Yeah. So I feel like some, I feel like the people of the party, like the people who were in the wedding party were told to wear black. And I think just it's easier for everybody and like they can all get the dress that makes them feel the best, you know. But then there were other party members like subs like supplementary or secondary families like cousins and friends who were wearing blue unless they all changed into a blue outfit at some point And we just missed it. I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened, but. I love the fact that they jumped the broom, which into the land of holy matrimony, which is really sweet to see. It's something that I think is more of a Southern tradition. I do see it on the West Coast sometimes, but it's not always happening with like Black folks. Yeah, I just thought, I, I, you guys, I love Black and gold. I love gold. So I just loved the fact that the accents that at least Ray was wearing were, were gold. I, you know, I love gold. Like I went into, to, sorry, tangent. I went to Dearborn, Michigan this weekend and I went to a gold, two gold shops and I had so much fun and I love gold. Sorry. What'd you get? Beautiful. I know. I saw the most beautiful bracelets. I got two pair, two earrings and two bracelets. So I got these like skinny bracelets that were good. And then, um, I just got some everyday gold earrings and some gold hoops. Wow, good for you. No. Yeah. For those of you guys who don't know, Chris is not really an earring wearer. She will walk out of the house without an earring any given day. Yeah. Whereas me, if I leave the house without an earring, I feel immediately very masculine. 
Oh, you know what? I feel like I'm getting, I understand that now, but I, because I really do like them. I got these like, let me show them to you. If you're in the podcast, uh, Patreon, you can really see what I'm talking about, but they are just gold. Oh, it's just like a stud. Yeah, it's a stud. So this is an, I got, I did get hoops, but like, these are like my everyday studs. So I could just like have something in and then never take them out if I want to, you know? And yeah. And they won't like turn green on me or whatever, because they could be in the water. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got one pair of gold hoop earrings, which, you know, it's like, you're going to have them for a long time. I didn't get them too big, but I got them kind of like, you know, I'm a big, I have a big face. Yeah, I mean, hoops are everyday earrings. Yeah, they are everyday earrings. The reason why I didn't call these ones everyday is because I did get like a slightly medium to bigger size. You know, I didn't get, they're not, they're not little, you know, like they're as big as my mm -hmm. ear. Yeah, I got you a little ones. Yep. That you never wear. I do wear, I do wear them. Okay. I do wear them. Great, great, good to know. Okay, so the next couple that we are going to talk about is Puppy and Amber. They had like a, a little bit of a trying episode yeah. today. And it was hard because I really feel like Amber should break up with TC. That's what I got out of the end of this. I said, Amber, you're too emotionally mature for TC. He will always let you down. And you can't teach an old gray dog who has half-grown children new tricks. Mm. Especially when someone says to you, and this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, is when a man who have all the time in the world, they, they act as though, tells you at the age of 40 that he's almost 40 and his kids are halfway grown, so why would he have more kids? What? Men can still have kids at 40 and be fine. Stop saying that. That's true. But then you say you don't want any more kids. Don't blame your age. Yeah, you're right. Immediately he was like, though, a girl would be nice, though, you know, like um, she. Yeah, he sits down and then she hands him three just privacy sticks, honey, just like three sticks, you know, like he has to get up and get some water or vodka. I, don't, vodka. I couldn't tell which one it was. It was definitely okay. vodka. I know I went back and looked at it. It was like it was like Patron. It was like clear. Yeah, he's just like, I'll put those peace sticks away. He could have just told me. So yeah, he's like, I can't even say anything yet to like whip my whistle, you know, and she's just like going through it on the couch. Like, you know, as if this was, you know, it's, they literally have been handing, have been having condomless sex this whole time. So it's not like, they've even talked about the fact that I'm getting pregnant. So it isn't, you know, shocking at all. But it is, it is shocking because his pullout game is terrible. Just kidding. That's not how it happens. People can get pregnant from whatever pulling out, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> so puppy's in a bad place and eric is like i don't know what she's going through because i've never been through this and i thought to myself eric you are going through this right now so how are you feeling as being with somebody who is losing y'all's baby mm -hmm. but you know he doesn't consider i guess his relationship with puppy to be real so it's like oh i don't know what she's going through but i feel bad for her and and puppy's like i don't know if we're going to recover from this they're at a duck pond and then, you know, it turns out that they're going to get married in 2023 or whatever. And I'm just like, who, uh, what is love? What is my life? Sure. So I'm just, not that I don't want to talk about your life and I want to talk about it, but like, yeah. So TC wants that girl or whatever. And, you know, Amber then tells TC that like, you know, basically she could die. And uh, he's like, oh, just, just kidding. I like totally don't want you to die because when you die, I'm not like racist, like baby. Anybody. yeah that's the only reason and otherwise he he doesn't want her to get an abortion it's like he doesn't even know why he doesn't want her to get an abortion but he just doesn't want it and so he can't be emotionally supportive to her because it hurts him mm -hmm. anyways back to me and my situation oh, wow. so ah, tc is annoying and so amber ends up going with the queen and queen's friend brother mm -hmm. cousin yeah family member somebody and drives to North Carolina because that right before, the day before, I guess Roe v. Wade changed and Amber could no longer get an abortion, even if to save her life in Georgia. So she goes and they have a road trip and then she talks to her mother and her mother's like, I wish I could be there for you. And, you know, just no one's job has any opportunity for them to take off when something like big happens in their lives. It's just such an interesting situation to work in a state outside of California. Just real interesting that no one could take time off to go be with her except for Queen, who, you know, Queen cleans houses. So that's why she was able to take it off. It is crazy and, that TC couldn't, you know, like they didn't make up something, just didn't say he was sick or just like, I mean, that is, it's crazy. And like Lee, who's with them, doesn't even know that, like, who TC is. So 
Lee isn't like that close to Amber. You know, she's like, is that your boyfriend? Like, yeah, you know, obviously. Which was yeah. interesting. He's like, all right, we'll go. I'll drive you guys to North Carolina. Like, that's all it took was for Queen to say, hey, Lee, you want to you go to North Carolina? You want to drive us to North Carolina? And he's like, all right. Yeah. TC calls and like the first thing he does, like burps on the phone, which I thought was horrible. Oh. Horrible. I hate that. Like, bleh, you know, just like it's a gross sound. Please keep it to yourself. I don't understand. It's not cool. Please don't. I don't understand. People like do it out loud. Guys do it or whatever to like as a badge of honor or to see how big it can get. Or like, there's no reason for me to even hear it. Like, the minute you realize you're burping, you just like keep it under covers, you know? Yeah, you just like, you yeah. know, like cover your mouth, try to keep it in as much as possible. There is no reason for you to be like, none. You're not Homer Simpson and it's not cute. It's horrible. Yeah. So she's like, thanks for that. Also, I'm going to abort our child. So could you do something better than that? And he's like, so I'm really bad with emotions, which is probably why Wasa, said what she said. Yeah, that he, I mean, like, how did he have kids? Like who had kids? Like what kind of kids? Like, you know, like what, what kind of like emotional support does he give his kids? Like that's crazy. terrible. No emotional support. So yeah, like he, yeah, they have to drive, spend the night and then wake up and have an early procedure and then leave and come back, which is basically what happens, you know? Yeah. And TC calls and is like, how you feeling? And she's like, uh, what do you mean? How am I feeling? Like, I'm feeling crazy. I'm feeling terrible. And he's just unable to be there for her emotionally. And she still stays with him, which is, like, crazy to me. Yams? No. Don't stay with this person who cannot be there, who you are more emotionally intelligent than. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, she is. So she meets with Puppy in a park, and Puppy brings her flowers and gifts, which I'm like, oh, that's the best. It was, it was wonderful. And then Puppy's like, what's going on? I can tell something's up. And we know Puppy has, like, dyed her hair black or something. She's taken the blonde out of her hair. and Or it's been a while. And Amber tells her, and, and Puppy's like, why wasn't I the first person you called? And she's just like, well, we haven't been on those terms since we got into that argument, so you're just not that person for me anymore. And I think that that sucks, but I hope that they're, I hope that they're able to mend their way, their relationships. But in their, like, afterwards, Amber is still with TC, and fucking what's-her-face is going to marry Eric. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he got his divorce, honey. So that's it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong, I guess. Mm. Okay, so basically, we have three more couples left, and three more couples in the season, my loves. Going down the line, let's move on to my favorite girl and Deontay. So Deontay exists, and then Lindsay. You know, like I'm not saying I love Blaine either, but you know, I'm just saying I like. They know, they know, they know, they know. So yeah. I really like the way this ended. I like that she tried to give him back this computer because he bought it for her, and he was like, "No, go on ahead and keep it, but tell me the truth. Was it the whole time?" And she's like, "No," and he's like, "Okay," and they give a hug. Like it's a good moment. I think it was a good cathartic moment, and I felt like it was very adult of her to do so because she realizes that he drove 12 hours to come and see her. Yeah was willing to like take her friend out of prison or whatever and it was interesting i don't know why they gave us the it was interesting that, that right before she saw him she was like last night was my first night with blaine i was like a okay if you're gonna tell us that go on <laughs> you know like what because we knew like a bunch of stuff about her and deontay like i know what their first night was like like we all know you know like he was very, very hard, very, very fast. He has a big ass dick. We know that he was just like, he rammed her and she was just like, ah, right out of prison. So it feels like this is an NC-17 podcast. You know that like hide your children, honey. So basically Educate, had your wife. I want to know like with Lindsay, like how did, how was Blaine? Was he like, did he make love? Cause they've been like sitting on this for so long. Was it, there was candlelight, you know, like was what happened? What was the dang dong dang dong like? Is what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it ding dong? <laughs> yeah, you know. So, you know, Dante cries. Sorry, you know that Christmas song we're gonna hear all the Christmas songs. The Carol the bells, like ding dong, ding dong. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like, we are about to be knee-deep in Christmas. Gaily, we're ringing while people sing songs of the cheer. Christmas is here. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. So can you believe it? Okay. So yeah. So basically, you know, then they hug and then, you know, cause she, and he's like, I was just really, really like in love with you or whatever. And he's like, sort of like crying or whatever. And then like Blaine's still sitting in the car because he like drove Lindsay over to do this and like, you know, give back the Dell, which she did. And then, you know, like the next scene with her is-, is her being just really honest about being a mother and being in prison and like how long she has to suffer through her choices and getting another chance with Miley Grace and also getting her mother to, you know, see that she's trying and she's doing well. And so it's her Miley Grace and Blaine fishing. And it's just a really sweet moment. I mean, I was just so happy for her crop top. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She's super cute. No. And also her Instagram is pretty popping. I think it's Lynn, simply Lindsay or something like that. Like mm-hmm. we, I, with a Z. yeah, Docky sweeties follows it, you know, and she's like, she's a little Instagrammer, honey. She's like putting up things, you know, she wants to be doing things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a cute scene. And she, you know, Melly Grace asks about Deontay. She's like, yeah, you know, like that was nice that he was here, but like, I'm now with Blaine, you know, but I'm always going to be your mom. You know, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. And then um, we go and like, see what's happening with Deontay and Deontay's like making dinner with his mom and then like knocky knock knock his mom has a little surprise and the surprise is a daughter of a co-worker of hers that is just there and she is like this kind of like mousy white girl who's not been in prison so I think that like Deontay's mom really tried to like find his type find his type with like just one check not boxed you know what I'm saying yeah yeah, I, I don't think I don't I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't getting mousy from her, but I was definitely anyway. Yeah, no, she got some different things. Uh, go ahead. Wa. I definitely wasn't getting mousy from her, but I was 100 percent getting like just not in prison and kind of edgy. But that's not the woman he's married to. That's not the woman who's his baby mama currently. Right. No, she I think she is. No, she looks like she's a little different. She has more mm-hmm. of a bad girl type. Like, I think his. He, he likes a bad girl, kind of. Like, yeah. A little bit, you know? Yeah. He wants to save a hoe. Yeah, but she he also wants the hoe to be, di- like, discerning so that her act of picking him makes him feel good. Like, yeah. Lindsay is discerning. Like, she's, like, kind of like a ball buster, you know? Like, Lindsay's not going to, like, sit by and let things fly. So I think for some men who are a little, like, either, like, sub or beta or whatever, a little bit, like, they like that because it feels like, it, it's it feeds a security part of them yeah he's like i'm a whole vibe once you get to know me and i said okay wait wow that was my one of my favorite parts he's crazy like he's like yeah i'm all over the place but this is what he says yeah he's like oh i'm over the place i'm a little bit of a mess but and then he hears himself in front of his mom that he's like saying how shitty he is god bless and you know i think that he obviously means like the debt but then he's like but i'm a whole vibe if the vibe is like massive debt and will like love you for the rest of your life every moment of every day text you yeah and all i want to do is take care of you and be your number one yeah i'm a whole vibe what wants that vibe on a robert robert his name kevin kevin body like kevin (laughs) kevin if kevin could just also have that it would be great you know to walk I was like, who's Robert? I know. I like couldn't think of anyone's name. I was like, who are these people? Um, I don't know. He looks like a Robert. All right. I could see him being a Robert. I mean, Kevin's a weird name, I think, for him. Kevin. Yeah, you're right. Kevin is very like annoying and like a nerd and, you know, at the very least, like an incel. But like, you're right. Like Rob, Rob is a heartbreaker okay let's move on to stupid chance and taylor you go ahead and talk about them because i don't really care i really like don't get them at all (laughs) you don't get them i just like their storyline went nowhere like who invited them back is it because of chance's tactics and antics with like getting into debt and like spending huge amounts of money to the point where his woman doesn't even want to marry him this woman is having his full baby and still is like no I don't want to marry you. And I, that is the one thing about Taylor that I'm like, yes, do not marry this man because he is not good with money. And you don't want to be legally bound to somebody who's not good with money. Yeah, it's true. Like at least let him get done buying all the shit that he wants to buy now on his credit cards. And then like, let him, then you can marry him when like all that's like, well, I don't know. I don't know how like laws work. As long as they don't get that. That's all his debt now. Yep. 
So basically, to get his mind off wedding planning, they're planning a gender reveal. And then he is like, oh, babe, like, come look at these, like, jackets I bought. These, like, lightweight jackets. They're kind of like those kind of... Members only? Yeah, members only, like, letter mini kind of jackets, you know? Like, they're mildly sporty. I can't tell you. Sometimes they have, like, a little, like, collar, you know, that comes up, whatever. Members only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, like, one pink and one blue. And she's just like, how much did these cost? And he's like, I don't want cost to always be at the forefront of your mind. At the forefront of my mind, whether that baby's mind, you know? So basically, the, by the way, the jackets are 150 each, which I was like, I could see that happening. But I guess, you know, that's probably too much for them. 100% too much for anybody. All right. For that, like, some s- summertime like type of jacket, that's, that jacket is not getting them through any kind of Missouri weather at all. They live in a place with actual weather. They're not from California where buying like a $150 jacket, you know, to look good because you can wear it most of the year or you could at least wear it like in the fall, in our fake ass fall and our our whack ass spring. You can wear it then. But to buy it in Missouri? Absolutely not. So he was an idiot for that. And then he gets the paternity test and then they have this stupid cliffhanger like him speeding off like like it's not his fucking baby yeah and then it is off of some like shoulder follicle tests which i still haven't figured out the mechanics on how they found out how you can do a pregnancy test that's 99.9 percent accurate based off of like skin cells but okay yeah <laughs> basically yeah the dad and the step the mom and the dad or the step it's the dad and the stepmom are there and obviously there's some issues with them and bobby bobby is there bobby has to tell the dad that like she's gonna move or whatever and like there's like some you know uh, some anxious feelings about that there meanwhile they never wore the jackets i just want to go back to the jackets and just say that they throughout i've been watching them in the scene like taylor has this like dress she's wearing those jackets are never worn throughout this gender reveal party not ever yeah because she's returning that three hundred dollars okay listen you're right and you know god bless they if she ever wants to go as like a pink lady from greece she could also like reuse that jacket as a pink lady jacket i'm just saying if she wanted to so and just put like one of those this woman has to take care of children she doesn't have time to dress like a pink lady not never not ever all right i'm just saying would it be cute if they if all the girls went as pink ladies it'd be an awfully cute outfit I mean, like, yeah, Halloween. Be- just from a just saying perspective. Yes, you're correct. OK, well, I'm just saying that if she has the, you know, if she has that there. She has to reuse it again. OK, if she returned it and in in she could. God bless. And I just want to give the people ideas. So people are like, you know, the gender reveal party and they're like picking sides and what's going to be like a boy, what's going to be a girl. We also meet Chance's boss, who is a bananas person. This boss like is there in a kilt and like he's like real buff, I guess, or whatever. And he has some like shirt that's like can't can't take me away from a sex party like reveals a small word like he's just like a quite a character you know yeah i mean chance thought it was appropriate to make those jokes or some kind of jokes during easter and now the boss comes to his gender reveal talking about well technically it is a sex party because you guys had sex and that's why you have a baby ho 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 okay it's hilarious and he has chains around his neck as like necklaces and then it's a boy which Chance goes on ahead and gets an airplane to fly by girl Mm -hmm. with it's a boy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it could have just been a balloon with some confetti. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And no one is wearing the jackets. All right, let's move on to our last couple. Yeah. Let's talk about Brittany and Marcelino. They are like, you know, they really are just the champions of the love after lockup world. And to have them kind of go out in the way they did was interesting but also I think kind of real life you know Brittany sums it up really well at the end when she says that life kind of gets a hold of you and you make choices that you will regret and I will always love Marcelino I will I will never trust him again unfortunately but I'll always love him and even when I asked him about like Gio he says that Gio is always going to be his son. And so, you know, I, me and my sister and my mom were moving to Florida, which I said, you know what? After Vegas, Florida is the next place to go. It has sunshine. It's a low cost of living like Vegas. And it has sunshine. You know? Yeah, but it, Marcelino's moving there too. 
Yeah, I mean, at the end, that's what we find out. Mm-hmm. I know. So this whole time, I'll be honest, I thought it was fake. Oh, I thought he, I knew he was going to move. Like, I, I thought there was no, there is no way that he was going to let three of his children just live in Florida without him being there. He can play poker in Florida. Like, I didn't think there was any reason for him to not, especially because his mother lived there too. Mm-hmm. So like, Brittany was, was going to Florida because it's the comparable cost of living. But also, you know, she's going to have the support of his family. She wasn't moving someplace like completely crazy. Right. And so like, I just thought it was a good move. So basically he comes in and they have this showdown, honey, where she's been smoking in the garage and he's like, too late for an apology. With his shades on. Brittany's like, take your glasses off when you're talking to me. We were like, oh, okay. Yeah. No. Wouldn't you say that? You would just let a man sit there and talk to you with the shades on? Oh, no, you wouldn't. I know. I would be like, yeah, I would. I would. No, I would. I would definitely say something. I just love the fact that she said it. And I also just like I I thought, but I do think it's a little like written, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like he basically doesn't live in the fantasy. Just live in the fantasy with me, Chris. So basically nothing. Then he doesn't really get to talk at all. And she's just like, he's just like. He doesn't he kind of like says that he apologizes, but also like didn't do anything wrong. And she has to like list it all of like the things she found in the Finsta and we, we it's Kevin's that night. Yeah, it's yes, it is. He took the Kevin route and she was like, no. Mm-hmm. Out. Yeah. And I was really mad that she like broke glass into her like shaggy ass rug. I couldn't believe she did that. I thought that was the dumbest thing. I was like, who's going to that you? Like you're clean. Yeah. Like, and that's a shaggy ass rug. And like, yeah, like, oh my God, just go punch a pillow. But yeah, so she kind of like goes throughout her house doing shit like punching, you know, or whatever, like taking frames off the wall and breaking glass everywhere. And then she just gets a bunch of like trashy bags, like the blue ones, and then just like tries to put all the stuff in it and like throws it off the thing. And then he walks out and then she like doesn't know that he walked out. And then she's like, did he walk out? And the producer's like, yeah. And then she just kind of like cries and collapses on the floor, like into the glass. Shards, my love. And that's what we get from them, except for then, yes, we get their like roundup, which is she's packed, well, I guess whatever. She's packing and she's like, I'm moving. I can't do it here. I know blah blah blue, just moving, moving. And she wants to make it seem like her and Marcelino are not together. But what I'm telling you is then it's like y'all definitely read the Marcelino, her the whole family is moving to Florida. I just felt like this whole season was fakey, fake, fake, fake to try and just like make sure that they're on the season more, you know, like more on the series more. But I will say he's a horrible actor. They try to give us a little bit of his crying and his confessionals, but she, I think, was a great actress. I mean, Golden Globes. Yeah, please. no, for sure. Daytime Emmy, for sure. Yeah, Daytime Emmy. Yeah. I mean, I I can only respect the fact that this woman came out of prison, an ex-meth head. You know how hard it is to get off of meth? Got her life together and is like, I guess I'll just go to Florida and get my real estate license there, too. I'm just really proud of her. Well, me, me too, Juan. Me too. Yeah. God bless. You know, they always love each other. I think that, you know, like, so I think that they're very much together. There's actually was supposedly an Instagram picture I saw of them looking very lovey-dovey that was taken after May, which I guess was the last time they had filmed or whatever. So I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens because as if you watched the broadcast version of this, it took you right into a teaser of the next season of love during love lockup and the people so we kind of then went on to like a long episode of where that with that was there do you see that at all no because i watch it on youtube i don't watch it on tv when you watch it on youtube they have to edit it in such a way to get around certain like like they do like weird like editing things right they do when you watch it like on today which is what i did but when you watch it like saturday morning Mm -hmm. it's fine it's the actual episode oh well as you get further and further away from the original air date they have to like make it change the volume a little bit and also like chop up the scenes to where you're seeing like old stuff and like it's weird but yeah yeah Yeah. all right you guys so that is it for love after lockup life after lockup season four episode 22 this was the finale so i think we're gonna get what maybe love during lockup hopefully a season two and they won't just continue it on from season one episode 35 like they love to do 
and make it easier for us to catalog it so that you can follow us on the journey. Chris, do you think we're going to do Love After Love During Lockup? Are you interested in that? You know, I did watch it and I, I think it was interesting. I really, I really, I would say yes. I would say yes. Okay. You know, so. Yeah, I'm down with that. So we're going to continue on with Love During Lockup. And we thank you for listening to us for these something, what, 10 something, something odd episodes of Life After Lockup. And I hope we hope you're watching 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After because that's getting good. We're on episode eight and, you know, there's like 15, 16 episodes of that show. So we've got another eight weeks to go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So we hope you will continue the journey with us. And if you do have any suggestions on any docuseries that we should do, we have a docuseries that's coming out this week. It is called Sins of Our Mother. You can watch it on Netflix. The episodes are going to be going live on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of this week. So you can get all of that via the free feed on wherever you listen to podcasts. But if you are a Patreon member, you've been had them. You've been had them. You had the visuals. You saw the unedited version and our like interview with Kate Casey. So you're, you're, you're getting all the goods before the rest of the girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's patreon.com backslash docusweeties, which usually what Wa says. But I'll tell you that we also have our Instagram free feed, Cohen Strong, honey. It's docusweeties, docusweeties on Twitter, docusweeties one, and uh, as well as on TikTok, docusweeties one. We love you guys so much. And please give us five stars and, uh, you know, share, share us amongst your friends. I think sharing is caring. So anyway, you know, maybe like as a free holiday gift, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I don't know quite sure. You know how Wa has like been waiting for like how Puppy and Amber like for Puppy to bring for someone to bring her like flowers and a gift. Maybe the mm-hmm. gift could just be this podcast. Yeah, and if you wanna if you wanna give me a gift, my fortieth birthday is this Saturday, October twenty second. You know, you could you could join Patreon if you want to give me that gift. You know what I'm saying? It's only ten dollars a month. It's the gift that keeps on giving, huh? Mm -hmm. I love you guys so much. We love you guys so much. And that is it. So have a good one wherever you're listening. And God bless. Bye.